0: Welcome to the show that nobody watches, it's your boy Crump Diddy. On today's episode, we talk about a woman who decided to smuggle drugs in a way that me personally, I would imagine a lot of you haven't seen before. And of course, we're talking about the whole nonsense going on with the impeachment, that saturated bullshit, that pile of shit that's been forced down our throat. We're going to talk about why it's actually a bad strategy and why it's stupid and it's a waste of taxpayer dollars. We're also talking about a man who was a father. who's also an in-law who wanted to surprise his family in America. He's from overseas. He decided to buy a plane ticket and how a family reunion turned deadly as this man was gunned down by the people he least expected to murder him, to ever take his life. But first, let's get into the whole boring shit, the whole impeachment nonsense. You know, the thing about impeachment is that we've seen this already happen before. Now, Let's just put this on perspective. Let's just say even if the president was actually guilty of what they're saying is. Yes. I mean, we've already seen the Ukraine president come out and admit that the, you know, President Trump did not push him to do anything. And we've already seen the transcript, or at least what appears to be somewhat of a transcript, kind of almost debunk what the claims are. It doesn't seem like there was any gangster activity going on there. But let's just say it's true. I mean, I'm someone down the middle. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm more for the president because he's... You know what? I didn't vote for him back in the election. I actually wasn't voting for him. I was actually voting for Johnson. But you know what? The president, Congress, administration, a lot of good things have happened in the last three years. A lot of good improvement. So I give the guy credit where it's due. I'm not a supporter. I just support the president regardless of who it is, especially if they're doing a good job. Um, and... Let's just let's go back down in history as to go as to why impeachment is a waste of time. See, twenty years ago, when they tried doing this with Bill Clinton, the guy lied about a blowjob, and it was nobody's business. It was a personal matter between him, his wife, and his daughter. It's embarrassing. It sucks that it happened, but it was a personal matter. This should have had nothing to do with his ability to actually govern the nation. And what happened was. You know, the Republicans back then, they wanted an investigation. They hired Kenneth Starr, I believe it was his name, was that piece of shit. And they spent millions upon millions of dollars investigating this fucking stupid nonsense. With all the money they wasted on that whole investigation the Bill Clinton's affair, they could have built brand new schools, you know, across the country. They could have put like the latest in technology and computers, you know, they could have renovated some schools, they could have, they could have done so much with that, donated that to charity, they could have done so much better and for, and for for the innocent, for the weak, for those who really need it in the inner cities. They could have built new libraries. I mean, they could have done so much with that money. Instead, because the president was doing such a good job, the country was in good shape, we were in a surplus. Congress and the administration were working together. Things were getting done. It was the 90s. Nobody was at war. It was a good time to be alive. But the Republicans couldn't fucking stand that shit back then. So they tried to impeach him over something stupid. So not only did they waste a whole bunch of money, they did get the vote to impeach him, but they didn't get the vote in the Senate to remove him. So he finished his term and his approval rating went up more than it ever did before. And as a result of it, but in the 2000 election, a lot of Republicans lost their seat in the House and in Congress because the people, the American people didn't forget that witch hunt. They remember how stupid it was, you know, and how much money they wasted. They took their money and they tried to shame their president, you know, and a lot of people love Bill Clinton. I love Bill Clinton to this day. He's my favorite president ever, you know, and I I get there's a lot of allegations against him. I'm not, you know what, as much as I'm into conspiracy theory I'm kind of lighting up lighting up over the years. And I just don't buy it. I just think that depending on where you get your news from, is depending on what the conspiracy theories are going to be about. There's a lot of things that are going on that are being broadcast in the light about the Democrats and Republicans that can actually be traced and proven. But some of these allegations towards Bill Clinton are just he said, she said, it's all, it's all basically a hashtag me Too movement. You know, that's actually degrading actual real victims of that. Um, could he be, could he be guilty? Of course. But you know what? I'm someone that, look, until he's proven guilty, I'm not buying into that bullshit because the media and, and, and the internet and with the combination of Reddit can make anybody seem or appear guilty of anything. But until this guy stands in front of a fucking judge, in front of a federal court or whatever the fuck is the process for that, and is found guilty with evidence, I'm not going to change my opinion. He was a good dude. Then he make mistakes. Of course. But going back to President Trump, same shit's going to happen. That's why, they're, that's why they're stalling. That's why they haven't exactly implemented the vote yet. They All they're doing is they're just saying they're going, people coming forward who would support the vote for impeachment. But I think they're thinking twice about it because they remember, especially Nancy Pelosi, who was part of the first fucking impeachment drama. She knows exactly what was going to be the result of it. She knows exactly what happens when you try to impeach a president over some bullshit. She wasn't, an, uh, she wasn't a fan of trying to impeach President Trump at the beginning. She even said it. But, you know, she's staying for now. And she says she wants to, to take it up to do the vote. But she's, they're stalling because they know. Because the president still does have a good approval rating. And people will not, they know that if you remove this dude, even though the, it won't pass in the Senate because it's a Republican majority Senate, um, if they try to impeach him, it's not going to look good on them for the 2020 election. Right now, they got nothing going on. What's going on is what you see here is the left has nothing going for them for 2020. They're going to get slaughtered. not It's a figure of speech. Don't fucking take my word out of context. But they're going to lose they, they're just not gonna make it in the in, in, you know in the polls. They got nothing. Whoever they put, uh, compared to what I've seen so far, whoever they put to stand toe to toe with Trump, unfortunately is gonna get slaughtered at the polls. They're not gonna be able to beat this dude. He's gonna get reelected. People have learned to start liking the president and his administration because they are seeing things that are happening. Whether you like the guy or not. Okay, between signing a new funding for for autism programs between new funding to take care of better health care for the vets, between the unemployment being low. I mean, all these things that are that are coming in, but the jobs and everything. There's so many things that are going on right now, you know, that he's done in the last three years with the administration and Congress that people are going to focus on that. He's kind of rubbed off on a lot of people who used to dislike him and now they support him because they rather support him. Then the bullshit, because people are not stupid. They're seeing the fucking the circus that's going on over the left. You know, taking the guns and making all this They're just, people are not in for that circus anymore. The whole outrage culture and cancel culture, it, even though it's still strong and alive in our, in our society today, a lot of people are deciding to just get sick of it. They're starting to realize how stupid it really is. And the left doesn't stand a chance. You know, I would support anybody. On the left, if they actually were making sense, if they actually didn't backtrack, you know, they backpedal on a lot of things, if they actually didn't say crazy, ridiculous shit. They're focusing on everything but what's actually going on in this country. And that's the problem. That's why they're losing support. So, what they do to try to get a desperate, uh, you know, revive going on, they'll just focus on everything. They try to get them on the Russia collusion, that failed. Now they're trying to get them on this to impeach them. It's all—it's all a tactic, a political stunt, right before the election. That's what they're doing it, you know. And honestly, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. And they know they're gonna probably lose their some of their seats in the twenty twenty election as a result of this. People are waiting for the twenty twenty election for this fucking reason. They're gonna show the right side is gonna come out. I'm not saying the right has the con, you know, uh, you know, fucking. I'm not saying the right or the left. I'm talking about the actual correct side is going to come out either keeping their seats or winning some seats. Simple as that. People, guys, protesting and bitching and moaning is not going to get you anywhere. You might as well, if you want to really prove a point, use your right to vote. Exercise your right to vote. They'll come out with this bullshit of picket signs in the streets or whatever. The politicians don't give a shit about what you think. They only care about what the special interests and the donors think. And they wanna have that funding. Funding is very important. Without funding, you are literally beheading politicians' chances of getting reelected. Their funding is more important than what the fuck is going on with your life. So if you don't like what someone stands for, vote them out. It's as simple as that. Use your vote. You may not get your way all the time, but you have that ability. So exercise it. So moving on, we're gonna talk about this chick, this woman, um, And I don't know what she was thinking. This woman, I, 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 we'll leave her name out of it because it's a pretty viral story. You can look it up. I'm not going to go into the details of this woman's name and where she lives. Um, I, I more care about what she actually did that made her go viral. And this woman decided she needed to transport some drugs. And she needed to do it in a timely fashion in a way that's different than most drug smugglers. So, she decided to get in her car. She's heading to the destination. And, of course, she gets pulled over. Now, she knows she's fucked. According to the officer, he's just upset that she was trying to play cool. She had five warrants out for her arrest. Mainly for not showing up for court and paying tickets. As the cop is pulling her out of the car, you know, he notices on her hair, she has bow ties on her hair. And the bow ties literally have... Attached to them, little baggies of crystal meth, and the cop even says, "Are you serious right now? Are you serious?" And that's the same reaction I would have had. This woman had bow ties everywhere, like as she was, as she was all into. Oh, I gotta look, fi- I gotta look fashionable. I gotta look like a fashionista. And she was driving like it's all cool. And she got pulled over. She know, she knew when she saw those sirens. She knew those flashing lights. She thought, I'm just going to go to jail for the warrants. They ain't going to catch me. I got this shit under control. Well, it turns out the design was so poor, the setup was so obvious that I give her credit. You know, smuggling drugs using bow ties in your hair, pretty fucking slick. But apparently it stood out like a sore thumb. And now the woman is not only arrested for her her warrants, but now she's got drug smuggling charges. She's probably not going to see the light of day, for a very long time. But I give her about a B- minus for credit. That's pretty fucking cool. And about an A-plus for being original, even though it failed miserably. One thing I want to talk about is a dude, I believe he was from Sweden. Um, this is going viral on Facebook. You've probably already seen this. Dude realizes that most he, he lives in Sweden, and most of his family and in-laws live in the States. He decided he wanted to pay a surprise visit. I believe his daughter just got married um, with her fiancé, which happens to be, of course, his in-laws. And she decided to move over there to the States where her husband is. Now, he wanted to surprise his fucking family and his in-laws. And we already know having in-laws is a pain in the ass. But this dude said, you know what? I'm going to show them I'm the bigger person. I'm going to show them that I got what it takes to be family oriented So he decides... To buy a plane ticket from Sweden all the way to the United States. Not, not a cheap ticket. And it's definitely a long journey. Well, it turns out in the neighborhood where they where the you know the family's living at, the daughter and the husband, you know, of course, they got all the family members over. He, you know, he was aware of this little family get-together they were gonna have, and I guess they invited him and in to play it slick, he turned it down, he said he couldn't make it, but he decided to come anyways. But that same day, apparently there was some people. That were ding dong ditching on the houses very violently, banging on the door, you know, and just basically pranking everybody in the neighborhood, scaring the shit out of them. Now, of course, this family's all nervous, but the son-in-law, you know, he's locked and loaded. He's got a concealed weapons uh, permit, and he has a gun, according to the article. Now, of course, this prank scared the shit out of them. They're not—they weren't expecting this, and you know, he's got the family. He's got his new wife over. He is not going to let anything happen to her. Now, it turns out this guy's luck, he's pulling in, he arrives in his Uber, literally about 30 minutes after this incident happened, according to the police report, and he decides to knock on the door. And, of course, when the dude uh, opens the door, the son-in-law, he sees nobody there. The father-in-law decides to be slick and say, surprise, and come out of nowhere. Well, the one thing that was a surprise is a fucking bullet to the head. The guy was gunned down by the son-in-law. He was so scared, he did not expect the father-in-law to be there. After hearing a a ding-dong ditch that was gone wrong, it was a violent banging on the door and these people ran, they thought that this dude who who knocked on the door before was back for more. Turns out it was the father-in-law who just wanted to knock, hide in the corner, and then say, surprise. But since the family was already startled... It was too late. He had pulled out the gun, not realizing it was his father-in-law, had pulled the trigger, and I believe it was shot in the head or in the heart, but whatever, wherever the bullet landed, it was fatal and killed him. Now, it turns out they actually didn't arrest this dude. They said that it was an accident. They claimed it as an accident, you know, being that it was on the property. Uh, I guess it's, they had, maybe it's like a stand your ground. I'm not sure what it was, but they claimed it as an accident, which is weird because... You know the same. I think I believe that police officer that broke into the apartment, uh, you know, by mistake. She thought it was her apartment. She shot that person by accident. I guess maybe it's a little different the scenario. But either way, for whatever the reason, he didn't get a manslaughter or a murder charge at all. Um, I guess because it was on the property, uh, they ruled it as accidental, and no charges were filed. But can you imagine that? Can you? That's going to lead to the divorce. Can you imagine him looking at his wife? And saying, "Oh my God, I killed your dad!" Do you can you imagine how that's gonna be like? Can you imagine if they stay together? The day, and right now with the holidays coming around, Thanksgiving. Can you imagine how terrif how terrifying that's gonna be? How awkward <laughs> everyone's gonna be sitting on the table. They're gonna be looking at that empty chair, missing. It's such it's so sad. I think about it now. It's so sad. It's so tragic. I mean, I can't even put myself in that situation. How is he to look at his wife ever again? I'm, I'm sorry, they're going to they're gonna divorce. They're going to divorce. I understand everyone probably accepts it as an accident, but can you imagine your your, your fiancé, newly newlywed husband, murders your father? Even if it was by accident, there's no way that's not going to cause a really painful strain on that marriage. I'm telling you guys, it's crazy. It's crazy between the drug smuggling... Uh, you know, bow-tie, assassin-looking woman, and this dude who kills his father-in-law. Some are probably saying it was a conspiracy theory. Some were already expecting I was reading the comments that they were saying that this guy wanted to take him out. He, he knew about the surprise. He was going to take him out. It's so sad. It's, so, it's, it's such an unfortunate situation to happen. And You know, you read the comments. I mean, reading the comments on any news article, especially on Facebook, Get ready. Get ready, my friends, because those comments, those you got the trolls that are savages. And I, I feel so bad, for, and I feel like I'm repeating myself a million times, but I can't get over it. As I'm processing the story, as I'm saying it, I feel so bad for that family, especially the daughter. You know, the guy wanted out of his way to do a kind gesture and is gunned down, fucking mowed down by his fucking son-in-law. I bet that guy, as he was dying, his last words was, surprise, or you motherfucker. You know, it's so, I'm I'm just, you know, I really feel bad for the holidays. (laughs) It's coming up. And, you know, that's not the way you want to end the year. That's going to be unfortunate. But anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It's your boy, Crump Diddy. Peace.